Hi, and welcome back to the Riverbank Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed our first series episode, Intake. And if you haven't yet taken a listen, don't worry, you're not going to be lost with this one. This episode is slightly different from our series, as this is from our Wednesday night small group of youth and hyphen. Our very own brother John kicked off our summer lessons with his lesson on lukewarm. Unfortunately, we don't have a recording of his 10 out of 10 lesson, but it is briefly recapped here. And without further ado, I present to you, Transitioning. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. And I really wish John was here. So, you know, I'm kind of piggybacking off of his lesson uh, from two weeks ago, and his was being lukewarm. Uh, pretty much what I got from John's lesson was that Sean weren't here, so just a quick recap. It was, uh, what is being lukewarm? I took it as being room temperature, um, not cold, not hot, um, and just kind of being aware of your surroundings, what, what makes you, or what kind of gets you into that lukewarm position, and being self-aware and how to get out of it. Uh, so mine, my topic this evening is transition, or quote-unquote transitioning. Um, and the definition of transition is process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another and undergo or cause to undergo a process or period of transition. Uh, so what is transition? Well, it's pretty much that. It's a process. And we all go through some type of transition, right? <laughs> well, it's all some type of process. And it changes. Do we like processes? No. <laughs> no, not, no. Not at all. Uh, I feel like, and this is just something that I've thought to myself, I haven't really discussed it with anybody, and it's most of the time driving around town by myself, just listening to music, preaching, whatever I got on the radio. And one of my thoughts was that we are so misguided or so misled by today's society of what it means to transition. Um, and I know it's kind of a touchy subject, uh, so stop me if you, if you feel I'm pushing the line. Um, in today's society, we think of transition or transitioning to be trans, uh, I don't even know the correct word. It, it can't think of it right now. But trans, uh, transitioning from, yes, gender, gender related. Um, transitioning from male to female or female to male, which that's a whole different type of discussion. It's not even related to what we're going to talk to, but that's typically what most people think of when somebody says transition in today's world. And we don't all transition at the same time. And we're never alone in, trans in our transitions. And it's different, transition is different from the widely known concept of, or phrase, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. It's a, I, I really think it's a very, very fine line between that phrase and that meaning behind it and the Bible verses behind it to transition. And 
scripture is temptation. And temptation is defined as the desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. And we don't always immediately recognize when we are in a transition or a transition period. Uh, This can be sometimes or sometimes we don't recognize it ourselves right away or period until it's pointed out to us or we have and again I have to go back to my alone time with my radio long car rides of just that peaceful mindset when you have that time alone to actually think just kind of numb yourself out or not even not numb yourself out but tune yourself out to everything else except for what's going on in that car ride And a lot of times in those car rides, I know about Aaron, uh, Sister Pi, Sean. That's it. That's the driver. (laughs) (laughs) By themselves. By themselves. Sorry. By themselves. I don't know if y'all have that or get that sense of realization of, oh, this is why I'm in this predicament. Oh, this is why this is going on. Or when, even whenever you're grocery shopping or out at the store, it's like just that sudden light bulb from three weeks ago. Oh, that's what's going on. That's what that meant. Now I can apply this lesson. And or even from years back, I think Sister Ty and I and Sean can relate the most to.
was real to recognize our own transitions because we're so far into our own heads for whatever reason, either because of the situation itself or the situations going on around us, too. And that's further backed up by another Bible verse. And we talked about this one on the last podcast. Being, and I copied and pasted it this time. <laughs> it's 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 17. And I used the message for it. Because, and like Pastor said, it's the best paraphrase or best quote-unquote dumbed-down version that we can get. And it says, you realize, don't you, that you are the temple of God, and God himself is present in you. No one will get by with vandalizing God's temple. You can be sure of that, that God's temple is sacred, and you, remember, are the temple. So it's pretty much saying, know your position. Know your surroundings, know what's going on. And being young, a lot of y'all still being in school, and probably a lot of this is going over your heads at, right now, or you're zoning out <laughs> because you had a big old bowl of chili. <laughs> this, either whatever maybe gets be said tonight, we either come to play later, or it can help you now, or in a few weeks. But it's really just be aware. And this is also backed up by one of my favorite philosophers. And ladies, we're going to love this quote because it's a male philosopher and he admitted the one thing men never admitted. <laughs> Anybody want to take a guess? Close. <laughs> Almost. It's hidden. It's hidden right around it. Okay. So he says, I know, I know nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Socrates is renowned, best well known for admitting that he knows nothing, even though he's said to be the greatest philosopher to walk the earth. Debatable, but not wrong. Yeah. And in my own life, I realized recently-ish that I'm in my own transitional period right now. And not just with stuff outside of church. Because obviously, and unfortunately, for the most part, unfortunately, I'm leaving in August. I'm checking out the deuces and saying, see ya, going to Austin, going to get educated, move it more, debatably better, the schoolwork. I mean, Ty's one of the greatest teachers I've ever had. <laughs> and... I'm not exaggerating, Yeah, I mean, I, I really wish... I'll, I'll, I'll save, save it for later. I don't think I can edit that out. <laughs> uh, but I really wish a lot of the lessons that we've heard, I would have heard... 10, 15 years ago. That would be in a much better place. And not just myself would be in a much better place. I can see a lot of my friends that fell off the wayside being in a much better place themselves. Even though they're doing well, they could do better. 
And it's not a putting them down thing. It's I know you've got it in you, so please do better. <laughs> One of those things, please. Um, yeah, I actually noticed it day before or morning of that Sister Pi asked me to teach tonight. That I'm in a different place. And John had it on the head too with being lukewarm. I realized it's not so much that I'm lukewarm, I'm just in a transitional period. And it makes you feel like you're being lukewarm. Because, and I'll be the first to admit it, and it shows in my attendance. I'm not always here. I may not always be on time when I do show up. And some of it's my fault, some of it's out of my control. But you can't let that feeling of being lukewarm lead you to actually be lukewarm. You can't let the feeling of being lukewarm lead you to actually being lukewarm. Expand on that just a little bit more. You have to be real with yourself. Even with that checking yourself, you know when you're kind of joshing yourself. You're kidding yourself with, oh, I did it this time, so next time I know what not to do. But you still have that feeling of, I'm more than likely going to do it anyway because it was fun or I had a good time for whatever reason. 
it's probably still more than likely going to happen. And until you get to that true honesty with yourself, true, yeah, being, just being truly honest to yourself, you're never going to transition out of that particular phase. And it's, and it's kind of a, a hard thing to do sometimes, especially being so young and with today's world. I mean, just 10 years ago, I was in high school. And it's changed so much in 10 years. It changed so much in the few years between me being in high school and my sister Vicky being in high school. And it's only changed even more now that Milana's in high school. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, some things I can agree with. Other things, I mean, really? But, yeah, it's just one of those things. And it comes with experience too. Some things you have to go through just to get that experience. Yeah. And to, I'm almost done with my nose. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I actually lost my place. Oh, oh, yeah, I was actually panning on what I was going to teach on until that, just to kind of backtrack, until that day before or whatever, I was asked to teach is that I'm actually in my transitional period. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm just in a process. And that's a lot, or that's the biggest word that every leader in my life that has, has spoken to me is that I'm in some type of process, or it's always some type of process. Some type of transition really is the word that I needed to hear, but because process to me means, oh, I got work. Versus transition, <laughs> transition means, oh, it's happening. Yeah, that's probably the biggest difference between those two words is process is, oh, I got work. And then transition being, oh, it's happening now. We need to go now. <laughs> yeah, and I know I'm not the only one in transition, like I said earlier. I know Milan's in transition, such as I's in transition. Julie, as young as you are, you are in some type of transition, sweetheart. Yeah. I mean, you're transitioning in what? Fifth to sixth grade? Oh, six to seven. and other things better, but I really broke out of my shell in high school. Some people bloom early, some people bloom late, some people bloom super late. It just kind of depends. And I'm probably not the only one leaving the herd. By herd, I mean us. We a whole herd. We a family. Yeah. I, I'd argue Sister Ty is Ellie. From Ice Age. 
I don't know who's Scrat and Crash, or not Scrat, but Crash and Eddie. step 
of implementing what works and or adjusting. Because like Sister Brian just said, you're growing. The whole purpose of the test is to grow. Sometimes you grow tall. Sometimes, and I'm, I'm referencing plants. <laughs> yes. Some of us peak, and this is where I'm going with it. I've peaked too, okay? I am vertically challenged. I am right there with you. Actually, no, you're above me, so. It counts. Take the wind, take the dove. And sometimes you grow wider, and it's not a fat joke. That's why I said plants. <laughs> you need to think about it. If you don't grow vertically, the only other way to grow is horizontally, is grow out. And this is where the extroverts excel because you network like crazy in your story time, and it drives the introverts nuts. Because we're trying to tell our story. <laughs> I would be a Amen. Praise the Lord. I agree with that a thousand percent. Shout out to all the introverts here at Fort Dry bones. 
Sometimes this is the right moment. So I'm gonna give you that right here. Yeah. And then along with monitoring, kind of subset that to check yourself. This is where you have to be more than honest with yourself. This is where you have to be your own therapist. In some silence. Either in the mirror or just go take a drive. Well, don't take a drive. Take a bike ride. Gas is expensive. <laughs> yes, get your steps in, get your miles in, do what you gotta do. Don't waste gas. And then that only leads to. I don't want to say the last step because it's not exactly the last step. But it's rinse, wash. Steps. <laughs> yeah, get it done seven.
kind of funny about that too? There's only one true constant in the universe and that is change.
tell you to go and get help, but yet they turn you away or charge you a ridiculous amount of money. And it's not even so much as our society. If you want to isolate it and make it more local, it's our culture. Yeah. It's our culture. In the Hispanic community, you do not talk about feelings, just like you do not talk about Bruno. You're not about to talk about it. Right. And I've heard the same thing from the Cajuns. It's yeah. the exact same thing. You don't talk about it. You suck it up. You suck it up. Our culture. Entirely 
backed up by real truth. Even if they believe in God, even if they're the perfect Baptist, I think that's the closest to Pentecost in the Christian realm, as far as knowing the Bible. It, their words only help you so much compared to your friend that you go out and rat cars with. And that's a church. <laughs> some flavor. 